What's going on, everybody? Wanted to welcome in everyone for 2020. It's a brand new year. I hope everyone had a Merry Christmas, Happy New Year. I wanted to take a few days and to just think about everything that's happened over the last year, over the last decade, over the over the, my lifetime, and kind of just digest it all. We don't sometimes probably take enough time to sit back and, and reflect and to think about those things, and, and I think that's important. Um, so today on Cast a Podcast with Ronnie Moore, I wanted to take kind of a little bit of reflection time and kind of an evaluation of myself, a self-evaluation, some reflection of what worked in 2019, what worked this decade, what didn't work, and uh, kind of building in to that whole resolution theme. Everyone wants to make New Year's resolutions. I'm not a big resolution guy. Um, we just You do so much each year. It's hard to set goals. The goals that I set or the goals that I think about most frequently aren't those goals that that have a box beside them that can be checked off. It's not it's not a tangible task that's like lose 15 pounds. Check. Um and for me I think that's also sometimes silly for who for those who make resolutions. By all means do it. My wife makes some, my friends make some. We have goals and whatnot, but more more of my my goals are just devised a little differently, I guess. And so when you were sitting there, think about it. If you're, if your goal checkbox over here is to, to lose 15 pounds, let's just say you do it. You crush it in 2020 and you lose 15 pounds. Awesome. Now, is that your new weight? If you're at 170 and you lose 15 pounds and you're at 155, when you get to 160 in 2021, are you, are you failing? Did you not do your resolution because you got there? Or is it you're only testing yourself for a year. And after that year, you proved you can do it. And is that is that the measure? Are we trying to accomplish goals to accomplish goals? Are we trying to measure our self-control and motivation? And we're trying to push ourselves to, to just crush it and kill these different objectives. That's my thing. As long as you're self-aware and you know where you're coming from, these different goals and, and things are good. And, and so I wanted to start the first podcast of the year is that uh, a lot of people have been reflected on the last decade and their highest moments, their greatest thing. Dude, I can't pick. I can't pick 10 things. And that's not like some kind of brag like, man, Ronnie's life's been so great over 10 years that, man, you just can't pick 10 moments to classify it or you just can't pick your top five moments. What, that's a conceited thing to say. No, it's not that at all. It's it's we have different things. I could do a top 10 moments of my professional working career. I could do my top 10 moments in in my walk with God or or different spiritual things like my wife getting saved and, and baptized. Like that's up there big time. I was saved, you know, 15, 16 years ago. So it didn't even happen this decade, but my wife did. And I think that that's, you know, there's all kinds of things. I got married to her. I did all that. I started a job with Bassmaster. I graduated college with a bachelor's degree. I graduated high school. Whatever you want to, whatever way you want to look at it, whatever's important to you, that's what that's what matters. So, I wanted to take a, a couple minutes for a podcast as I drive down the road from work. And man, we've I started uh, I started work this year on 
I think the fifth. I think the fifth or sixth. I don't know. Uh, whatever the Monday was, uh, I basically had the entire week of New Year's off. New Year's was on a Wednesday. And I had that Thursday and Friday off. A lot of people I know, my wife, one of them, they all went back to work, you know, the the Thursday and Friday after New Year's. But I got the whole week off. So I started that next, what is that? Let me see. One, I hate being wrong about things. So Wednesday's the first. That means the next Wednesday is the eighth, which means the sixth. Yes, started work back for 2020 on January 6th. So started work there and... Uh, and this week's been great. It's been four days. This is a Thursday. And uh, this this will probably go up tonight. But if you're listening to it on Friday, I hope your Friday's going well. But yeah, started work. And I've been, I've been at work four days this week, uh, four days this year. And for me, they've been super peaceful. Like it's like a different kind of thought process for 2020. As, as it was for 2019, I've really kind of started to, to vibe off of patience. Um, my boy Gary V, if you're a podcast listener, he's the reason that I did a podcast. Uh, he's the reason why a lot of people have been motivated to do something or another. I know there are quite a few fishermen in the industry. When I say quite a few, it's actually more like a few than a quite. Um, but you know, there are five or six anglers that I see popping up on Gary V's posts and I can see the way they act and the way they run their life and the way they crush goals or, are are dynamic on social media in different ways. It's definitely, they're taking things that he's said and putting them into their life. And so for 2019, I'd even say at the end of 2018, uh, Gary V was big, big in my life on career motivating mindset, all those types of things. He was big in my life on that. So kudos to Gary V for just being boldly himself, unashamed of being who he is and embracing his background, embracing his, his losses, embracing his wins and taking kind of life with a grain of salt, knowing that like no point in getting I'm Superman of the world because, uh, because life has a way of humbling yourself and, and you've got to earn it every day. There's no way you could be complacent. So uh, Gary V encouraged me and motivated me to do a podcast. And it's also uh, patience. Everybody normally has uh, resolutions or they'll have a word for 2020. I think uh, if my wife approves of this, her word for 2020 is joy. Finding joy in... In everything that she does, whether it's work, whether it's play, whether it's life, whether it's her walk with Christ, whatever it is, finding joy in that, not letting others steal your joy. Um, that's a big thing. This, this decade, this era is people stealing your joy and you can't, you can't get your joy stolen unless you give it away, unless it's vulnerable for the taking. So, uh, that's another topic for discussion, but I think a lot of people got in the comparison world. Uh, That's what social media has bred. Social media is perceived as a negative a lot of times, but so much great and so much goodness has came from social media that it's just like anything in life. You know, cookies are great, but they're perceived bad by health nuts. But boy, do they bring some happiness to folks. But there's negatives to them. So it's all about... uh, the amount 
the amount of social media you can you uh, consume or the amount of stock that you put in social media or the amount of cookies you eat or the amount of water you drink it's it's our life is all about portions and rations and in time things like that so for me as a 26 year old going into 2020 um, my word for 2019 was probably something along the lines of patience I didn't really know it and I really didn't let it hit me hard until the summer because we're in a mindset and I'm in a, I'm in a life stage where you, you got to buy a house. You want to have kids. You need to be crushing your bills. You need to be getting out of debt. You need to be getting all these things and showing your worth and your value and doing these different tasks while like it doesn't make sense. Yes, get all these possessions. Show that you have worth by buying this truck, buying this house, buying this boat, doing all these things. And get out of get out of debt. Well, that's that's literally like Im, not impossible, but that that's too that's oxymoronic if we're gonna say it. Get all these possessions to prove that you're successful. Meanwhile, get out of debt to prove that you're smart and rational. And a lot of people can can do one but can't do the other. And a lot of people try to do both and they're stuck and they can't they can't accomplish either. And so it's where you put your worth, where you put your value, where you put your time. That's what a lot of these things are about, and that's what this generation is. It's about crushing your goals, getting to where you want to be, and and running over everyone in the process of doing so. And I'll say, if I could say a resolution, or if I can say a thing, because because one thing, this is like a just a rant podcast, but it's all a positive rant. The one bad thing about resolutions is if you don't accomplish them. You'll sit there on December 31st and be like, well, I didn't do anything that I wanted to do this year when, well, boys and girls, I don't know what I'm going to eat or wear tomorrow morning. Actually, sorry, I lied to you. I'm going to have a bagel and a Mountain Dew at Panera Bread because every single Friday we have a men's breakfast and that's what I always get is a plain bagel, plain cream cheese, (laughs) and a Mountain Dew. So I lied. I do know what I'm going to eat tomorrow, but I don't know what I'm going to wear I don't know what is going to be said at work. There are things that we had in a meeting yesterday. On Wednesday, we had a meeting with Bassmaster and things were said about ideas for 2020 and roles that you'll take. And then I have a discussion as I'm walking out the door with my boss today and he's like, hey, we might we might mix some things up. We might switch some stuff up from what we previously said. And, and that was something we previously said 27 hours ago. So basically what I'm trying to say is I don't know what life has for me tomorrow. I don't know what bill is going to pop up. I don't know what bonus could pop up. I don't know what temptation could pop up. I don't know what task might unfold. I don't know I don't know what life holds for me tomorrow. I just hope that I have life tomorrow. That's that's how I look at it is I'm not going to sit there and box myself in with plans of where I need to be on March 27th because it it marks three and a half years of working with the company or seven years or or 10 years with my wife in in a relationship. Don't don't box yourself in. That is the, the biggest stealer of joy and the biggest pressure cooker there is is self self pressure in those aspects of boxing yourselves in on dates, on times, on expectations. Because if I accomplish, okay, so 
Tommy Sanders knows this. Everyone, everyone who works with me knows this because I can't, I can't keep my mouth shut, which is probably why a pod, podcast is great for me. I can't keep my mouth shut when I'm passionate about things. So I'm going to talk to people about it. I'm going to share. I'm going to express interest. I'm going to express goals. I, I am driven. I want to, I want to win. I want to succeed. We lost in basketball last night in the, during the youth group after, after youth night on Wednesday, two adults and 12 kids played seven on seven and we gave up a 12 point lead and loss. And I was so mad, so mad when it doesn't matter, but it does matter because I'm, I'm caring about those things. So I'm a competitive person. I'm driven by those things. And so everyone, everyone knows that I work with, they're like, I want to be a commentator with Bassmaster the rest of my life. They know that. Whether that's in the capacity I'm in now or that's the lead guy or that's the bash track dude, like it doesn't matter. I just want to do it. I want to be a part of it. So that's my goal. So if I say to myself, I want to be the head commentator at Bassmaster October of 2019, well, that means I have to continue to get better. And that also means I need people to retire and or, or change career paths myself. That is something I cannot control necessarily as much as I'd like to think I can. I can't dictate uh, how much I, no matter how good I do tomorrow, I'm not going to be as good as Tommy Sanders because he's got 40 years of experience and, and skills. And that's just the way it is. That's just the way it is. Tom Brady's backups have been his backups for 20 years. They have all changed. Just imagine getting drafted by the Patriots. This is the perfect analogy. (laughs) You get drafted by the Patriots and you're like, heck yeah, great franchise, great coaches. I'm behind Tom Brady. Maybe I'll prove my worth one day and I will be the I'll be the guy that unseats Tom Brady. You know, like I'll I'll be the guy to to be the head coach of the Cleveland Browns that fixed the organization. I'll be the guy that dethrones Brady from the starter because I'm just gonna perform that well. Well, we know that is not real achievable. That's that's very hard because he's got a uh, resume of experience that is out there. Same with Tommy Sanders, same with a lot of these folks. So it's hard to just overtake them in their field where they're a beast and they're not they're not on the decline. You know, they're not they're not doing that, you know, and so that's the way I look at it. Um, it's Aaron Rodgers and Brett Favre. Brett Favre's got to retire or Brett Favre's got to change and go to another team before Aaron Rodgers really had a had a chance and we think Aaron Rodgers is great. So that's where that's where I sit there and think about these things. Like I think continue to pursue these goals, continue to get better, work hard, be patient and things will work out the way they're supposed to work out in, in God's timing, in, in everyone's timing around you that has control of those abilities. So patience is my thing. I don't even know how I started on this. Oh, I I was talking about my goals. So that's, if I box myself in, and say October 2019, I need to be the head commentator of Bassmaster. How disappointed will I be when it's October 2019 and I haven't done that? Because, uh, well, I'm really disappointed because it's uh, it's January of 2020 and uh, I can't remember what we're, what year we're in already. But okay, so if I say October 2020 and I'm not the head commentator, 
Did I fail? No, not one bit. Because it's a process. It's a continual journey to get to where you want to be. And they're not all lose lose 15 pounds, boom, roasted. Boom, accomplished, knocked it out. 15 pounds down, awesome. Heck yeah for people who do those goals, but that's not the kind of goals that I deal with in life. That's not the ones that that my life is based off of because a lot of them are ones you can't measure. Like, you know, so for me, I can't put my happiness and joy in things like resolutions or, or whatnot because that's just, that's not how you measure, that's not how you measure a quality life or worth you know, or anything like that. It's not. And, uh, so when that comes, it could be in 2025, it could be in 2037. I don't care. I just want the chance, just want the opportunity. So for me, that ties in perfectly. My mindset when it comes to resolutions and goals ties in perfectly with a word that has resonated with me for a year and a half now, and that's patience. So Everyone's goal-driven. Everyone's wanting to crush it. Everyone's wanting to get as high as you can get, make as much money as you can do, show who you are, and be the best person at your 10-year reunion when you go back for high school or your 10-year reunion when you go back for college. You want to be the best. Everybody does. I want to. Whatever. But patience has taught me so much more than getting my way. I would much rather be fifth on the totem pole of a place that I want to be than first in something that's really small and, uh, and that isn't long lasting. You know, I know, I know where I'm at. I know where I'm at in life. It's a perfect position. I love where I'm at, but people can get, people can spin out and I have had to call my own self out in the mirror. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You have a great opportunity. What's the rush? I always use this analogy like jokingly, but it's a way that I can rationally think about this when it's tough, when you when bills are tight, when money's tight, when your friends think you make a whole bunch of money and you don't, or when friends think that you're the best in the world and you're not. It's those kinds of things that make me sit there in the mirror and, and think, patience, because I always joke, at the end of the day, I can just outlive everyone in my office. You know, like I'm almost the youngest one there. If they won't promote me or if I'm not good enough to do it, I just I just wait everybody out, you know, and it's always a joke. I would never want anyone I, I love or I'm close to or friends with or coworkers. I don't wish any of that on people. It's always just a joke that I say to myself to know my to know my role, to stay in my lane, to know my place, all that kind of stuff. So patience, wait them out. Just be here. Be ready. Be that backup quarterback that uh, keeps keeps working hard in practice and the coach sees it. He's not slacking off even though he knows Tom Brady's his starter and he's not going to get his chance because Matt Castle got that chance. Matt Castle got the opportunity to start in the NFL when Tom Brady got hurt. When Tom Brady got hurt, Matt Castle got to start and somebody was joking the other day, that's the one time that they didn't win the when the AFC East was when Matt Castle started. But that's fine. He got to start. And that's we always remember that. That's the one of the only quarterbacks. I mean, Jimmy Garoppolo leaves. Jacoby Brissett gets to start for two or three games when Tom Brady gets suspended. Like, 
just be ready. Whatever it is, back up on your basketball team, back up on your football team. You could be receptionist at your work, but you really want to be the head account manager and you really love it and you know it. Keep at it because you never know when someone gets sick and can't go on a trip and you get the opportunity to step in and I'll just be the hands and feet guy. I'll just help. Um, And then it turns into something even more. Uh, So patience is something that I've had to teach myself because it doesn't come naturally to a motivated 26-year-old. But if you know patience, you know it's not always a negative thing. Your parents always say, you always wanted a gift. Hey, can I get that Xbox? You can at Christmas time. Well, it's it's April, so that sucks. Uh, I'm a kid and I want, I want the Xbox now when all my friends are getting it, but my parents say Christmas and now I've got it now I've got to practice patience over here. Very hard. It's, it doesn't get any easier. Um, because no matter what control you think you have in life as an adult, it's the same situation. Someone's always telling you what to do. You know, um, If you're the boss of your company, you could say, no one tells me what to do. Well, if it's a big enough company, there's probably board of directors. There's probably shareholders. There's probably whatever it is, investors. They're going to tell you what to do forever. So everyone has to be told what to do, and it's not a bad thing. I'm glad that there are people leading me at work. So in 2020, patience is my word again if I had to come up with one because patience has taught me so many things in life. If you have patience, you know where you are in life. You know that it's a process. You know that it takes time, which means you're not going to rush. You're not going to rush and try to Try to do these things, trying to skip steps, trying to grab the third rung of the ladder before you touch the fourth or fifth with your feet, trying to do these different things like that. You're not going to skip any steps. You're going to be patient. You're not going to do these different things. Sometimes risk is involved, whether it's investing, whether it's talking to your boss, having that conversation, whatever it is. Risk is involved. Skipping steps can be involved, but but patience eliminates all of the rush, all of that in life. You get out of that rat race. You get out of that comparison game. And that is what I noticed with a lot of people in 2019. Got to get the likes. I got to be a YouTube influencer. I got to be a YouTube creator and a social media influencer. That's what I got to do. It's what I want to be for a living. That's the most freedom you'll ever have until it's not. Until you're so big that companies pay you and now you need to listen to them when they ask you to do something or they ask you to not do something or you get so big that the second you mess up, your world comes tumbling down because all the news outlets are covering that this national YouTuber said something controversial. Do you want that? Do you desire that in life? Do you need that? That's always something that you... Just because you got bigger and better and you make more money, people can't tell you what to do. False. That's when more people get to tell you what to do. So for me, patience has caused me to um, take a step, evaluate what I'm doing. If I love what I'm doing, just be patient because that just means it's one more day loving what you're doing. The next day, one more day loving what you're doing. So people have their joy stolen all the time because they give it up. They offer it up. My joy, my joy costs quite a bit and there ain't a person in the world that has the money to pay for my joy.
because it's not on the market. It's not on eBay. You can't buy my joy. So have that joy under wraps. Have it have it locked away where people can't steal your joy. Comparisons don't matter. Like, cool. If I look at this kid that I know from college or high school and I see him on Facebook and they're buying a house, awesome, dude. Add a boy. If that's what you need to do, if that's what you want to do, go do it. I'm not afraid to say I rent a, I rent a house. I've lived in apartments since college. Now we rent a house. It takes time. Some people graduate high school, buy a house. Awesome. That's not my life. We're playing the game of life, but we're all playing different games of life. Like we're not, we're not playing the same game. We're not playing the same game. You logged into your game of life two days before I did. So you're playing the game of life, but so am I. But we're in different games. We got matched against different people. We're not playing the same game at the same time. So for me, Gary V, he beat it into my skull, patience, with his whole story. And I love it. Um, So 2020 is going to be patience for me. Because... It's not going to come easy. At least the stuff worth fighting for is not going to come easy. So if I encourage anybody out there, if you're listening to this still, praise you, bless you. (laughs) Bless your heart for still listening to this podcast 25 minutes in. But patience is is, um, just an amazing thing that's very, very hard to have. And, um, And with that, having patience has led me to not get my joy stolen the comparison game doesn't work on me. I see my buddy get a free boat because uh, he got the sponsorship. Atta boy. Nobody's going to come knock on my door. Maybe nobody's supposed to knock on my door. Maybe maybe I'm supposed to get a free boat when I'm 47, not when I'm 26. That's fine. As long as I can continue to wake up every day and take a breath. No, don't asterisk it. Not saying if I can wake up and do what I want to do for the rest of my life, I'm blessed. No. If I get to wake up and take a breath, I'm blessed. So you just go to work. Just go to work. Instill a little patience. Put that into into your process. You know? If you're putting, putting two teaspoons of patience in, try three. Try three. Because patience is underrated. People think that you're just slow. If you just take your time, do patience, do all that. But I don't need to be the first to do this. I don't need to be the first to do that necessarily. Now, do I pay attention to different things? Would I love to host a major program on ESPN2 before the age of 30? You bet your butt. But that's just because I have goals in my head. But if I don't accomplish those goals, that's my L. That's that's my L, as Gary Vee would say. But nobody else knows it's my L. Maybe the 35 people listening to this podcast do. But nobody knows it's my L. So who are you racing against? Who are you fighting against? Are you trying to prove a parent wrong? Are you trying to prove a coworker wrong? Are you trying to prove a a friend that's now a foe wrong? Are you trying to prove the the second best in the game or the or the first best in the game? You're trying to prove that you can do what they can do. Why? Why? Just refocus. Put a little bit more patience in your life and everything works out. You have no idea how many times I've thought and prayed about things and made these big decisions 
and 48 hours later, like something happens. Like I swear I uttered to you, I uttered the words on the October 29th, 2016, October 29th, 2016, man, I could freelance forever. I love traveling with the elite series. I could freelance forever, but boy, God, I would hate going to an office every single day and working a desk job. That's just not me, man. I love being out on the water, love being out on the road, seeing different places, doing different things. I would never want to work in an office job. October 31st, 2016, two days later, I get a phone call. Hey, Ronnie, would you love to come and move to Little Rock? And work on the Bassmaster Live crew, and then and then edit video, you know, throughout the week at at, the, at your desk in the office. <laughs> Why, sure, yes, heck, yes, I would love to come be a part of the crew. And I'm like, man, did I just eat my own words or what? <laughs> man, did I eat my own words or what? So as I pull up to my mailbox at my house after driving home from work on a Thursday in 2020, I can sit here and think about patience and know how important patience has been to my life because I've, I've had to make myself preach it. I've had to make myself live it. And now that I have, I understand how valuable it is. It's not, um, a lot of really skilled people, a lot of really, uh, motivated people that are going somewhere in life don't practice patience. And, and then all of a sudden they're like, they reach the pinnacle of the sport or they reach the pinnacle of their profession and then they're done. And they're like, where did so-and-so go? Like, I thought he was like the dude. Is he not, is he not doing anything anymore? And they just are gone because they either wear themselves out from not achieving certain things or they wear themselves out from comparison, whatever it is. But you can be motivated. You can be driven. You can be great. You could deserve this or you could deserve that. But have some patience and it'll come. It'll come. Whether it's you're going for your first job or going for that promotion or going for your dream job. A little bit of patience goes a long, long way in a, in a long lifespan. You know, I'm sitting here thinking about I don't know what I'm going to do tomorrow. I don't even know what I'm going to eat for dinner tonight as I pull into the house. I don't even know what discussion me and my wife will have. So I'm going to leave you all with that been a great 30 minutes. Hope y'all enjoyed this cast to podcast episode. I wanted to do that. Uh, I really want to get to my top 10 moments of Bassmaster um, over the last decade. I'll probably have to do that uh, really soon. I want to get that pumped out um, because there have been some really good iconic bass fishing history that has happened in the last 10 years. Um, even though Bassmaster has been around for 50 the last 10 years have been have been awesome and uh that that'll be a cool perspective of a when I was when it was 2010 I was a junior I think I was even well I was even I was the spring of my junior year fall of my junior year or fall of my senior year uh in high school so I was a high schooler that was a fan of Bassmaster and you'll be able to transition to working with Bassmaster and seeing some really cool moments, seeing every moment um, and realizing how each moment's cool. So I'll have to do a decade reflection on the Elite Series history and moments, 10, 10 of my favorite moments. So uh, if you're listening to this at this point in the podcast, send me some of your favorite moments. We'll talk about them in the next podcast. But hope you all enjoyed that. Be a little patient tomorrow.
whether it's driving to work or school. (laughs) I know I'm not patient driving. Mr. Road Rage extraordinaire over here. Instill a little bit of patience. Make that your focus. And a lot of things, when bad things happen, when you're being patient, doesn't hurt you nearly as much as when you're trying to speed up a process or cut corners and you're not patient, you're impatient. Uh, Those bad news instances really hurt way worse. But when bad news comes and you're taking your time, that's fine. I'll take a car crash at 10 miles an hour compared to a car crash at 90 all day long. So we'll see y'all later. Hope you have a great time till the next podcast. That's Ronnie Moore with Cast a Podcast. Follow along, like, share, rate, subscribe. I don't know. Just listen. You don't even have to subscribe. It doesn't matter to me. It's all good. We'll see you next time.